0: Welcome back to Seriously Funny. I'm your host, Mashnor Kabir, and I am failing college. This week, we talk about uh, meditation a little bit. We talk about uh, meditation as a whole, why I talk about it and stuff. I don't have too much research here. Like I said two weeks ago, I was just going to talk a little bit about meditation based off of the, the little bit of stuff that I have here. I'm not sure. I think I gave the source material for the 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 core stuff that i made two episodes ago i think the last two episodes actually so not the last two episodes two one two yeah two episodes ago i it was like you have two brains or something i don't know i think i titled it differently on youtube and the podcast so that one where i talked all the listenable stuff the source is the same i'll throw it in the description of this one as well though i don't have much it's not wide and in depth like the sleep research was or is or or even the uh the mental disorders that i went over uh, quite a few like a year ago now probably more than that and so it's not that big Uh, one day hopefully i will have the time to go ahead and do that again make this giant effing massive thing for meditation um but uh, this episode we'll talk a little bit about meditation and maybe since uh, ramadan fasting just started for me i'll go over Nah, maybe that's a that's a conversation for at the end of it so maybe maybe i'll wait for that one we'll, we can talk about like uh discipline and and controlling yourself and whatever the, it may be so uh let's do the meditation talk thing Yes, I'm, I'm rusty. It's been like two weeks. I'm so rusty right now. I feel like, I'm like, ah, what is this man? Like who would who'd have thought one? I like one week off. I went to a wedding I, and also I guess college is wearing me down and again, fasting. So I'm starving right now, but I, I, I really hope that. So it's like really early seven o'clock when I'm recording. This was when I want to record, but I usually don't end up recording then. So the sun might be coming up while I record this. I'm really going to hope that I'm not going to have to go like move the blinds because the, there's just like no clouds and the sun comes and just murders me. So let's, let's hope that doesn't happen. But on to the script, a quick warning. I'm about to nerd out because I think this is really cool. And so you might have to bear with me here. The first part, though, is the biggest thing that meditation will give you. Something that research doesn't focus on here in the West is awareness. Meditation will allow you to be more aware of yourself, your thoughts, your actions, your emotions, and the reason this is important and relevant to this, not this course, but overall to what I said uh, two weeks ago, I guess, uh, is uh, to, to 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 goes back to the habit cycle we talked about in prior prior episode. Uh, oh man, am I gonna yawn in this one too? I don't know. It's uh, rough not eating, not sleeping, and a bit tired. But I I slept okay. I think I slept like seven hours probably. Seven? Yeah, I think that's accurate. Anyways, yeah. So we've talked about the habit cycle before: cue, routine, reward, and how it works, and how habits work, and so that's great. Where was I? Oh my goodness. In order to change a habit, you need to be aware of when that cue hits you, when that cue comes to you. And so I made uh, changing a habit sound pretty easy in some of the things that I've talked about. I'm sure that I was a little bit more nuanced when I talked about it in uh, the episodes for this podcast. It was rather just this course I was a bit more super easy. If you want to change a habit, you just change the habit and you're good, bro. But, you know, maybe a little bit, a little bit more complicated than that. But, you know, it's really, you know, it generally changing habits is quite challenging for most people. It's just really, really tough. And so uh, noticing the hard part about this, the hard part about changing this habit is that most people aren't too mindful of themselves and their own tendencies. Not- noticing the cue is the hard part, not changing the routine. If you don't notice when you want to or when you are engaging in a habit or an activity or anything else for that matter, you won't be able to change the routine. Meditation will first and foremost allow you to much easier notice a cue so that you can change that routine. So obviously this course, when I wrote it, it's in the terms of habits and making your life easier, better, whatever. And so this one, this, this, the lens, the scope, the perspective that I'm approaching this script from is this like, how do we use this to make life easier? And so for this one, meditation allows you to make changing your habits, making changing your routines, making changing the way that you live a little bit, a lot of it easier. And so now a bit more of the nerdy stuff, a little bit more researchy. Dude, what what is, what is Rhett do I, I can't do it. I, I can't. Boopity, boop, 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 something like that. I don't know. Shout out Good Mythical Morning, bro. I grew up, I've been on that since sixth grade. Good Mythical Morning, go crazy. Uh, now I still almost watch them every day. Now the nerdy stuff. Your brain has a bunch of different structures and clusters. And a certain network of these clusters, including the medial prefrontal cortex, the medial temporal lobe, and the posterior cingulate cortex, make up what is known as the default mode network, sometimes called the task negative network. As the word negative implies the default mode network is the monkey mind, your inner narrator, the part of your the part of your, the part of your brain that wants you to pick your phone up, the part of you that perpetuates your procrastination. I think I've probably talked about this before, but I think one thing I want to touch on there is like I said, your brain has a bunch of different structures and clusters. I think maybe if you've ever looked into neurology, taken a basic psychology class, taken any sort of uh, watched a youtube video on the brain or people or something maybe you've heard of the different structures of the brain so there's generally what four or five lobes we have the frontal lobe right behind your forehead the occipital lobe all the way at the back of your head the temporal lobe which is more in the the middle of your brain and then the parietal lobe which i don't know if it's behind or under the temporal lobe i completely and i have so many tabs up in right now and it hurts my soul a little bit. And my keyboard is over there. So let's look this up real quick. Brain lobes. Let's uh, pull it up. Perietal lobe is above. The parietal lobe is uh, middle top. And then the temporal lobe is middle bottom. And then occipital lobe is in the back. So maybe you've heard frontal lobe does thinking stuff. parietal lobe does sensory stuff. Temporal lobe does feeling stuff. And then the occipital lobe does seeing stuff. And so... Generally, there's some truth to that. Of course, there has to be. But there's a bit more... Some people also throw the cerebellum in there, which does a lot of automatic stuff, so breathing, heart rate, etc. But... One thing that we've come to learn as we continue to study the brain is that rather than everything being in a lobe, rather than every so like rather than walking, just being in your, say, parietal lobe. I don't think that's where it is, but rather than sensations and sensory input, just being in the parietal lobe, rather than feelings, just being in the temporal lobe. And what rather than thought just being in the the frontal lobe, what we've found, what we seem to find is that rather than everything just being localized to these different like lobes and parts and pieces of the brain, it's more so your entire brain is like really working whenever you do anything. And so rather than different parts, it seems like it's different structures, different networks. So rather than everything, just when you think, only your front like frontal lobe turns on everything else black dark not doesn't not on okay But what we've seen is like, when you're thinking, okay, so the frontal lobe, it does have a piece that turns on. And then the temporal lobe has another different piece that's also turning on. And then this lobe has a different piece that's turning on. And so then we take these three pieces and we go a bit deeper. So those are just the lobes. But once you like enter a lobe, you go from frontal cortex to prefrontal to medial prefrontal. You go from temporal lobe to amygdala to hippocampus to hypothalamus. Uh, You go from, I have no idea what's in the occipital lobe, to be completely honest with you, but you you see all of these smaller structures as you zoom into the brain a little bit more. And then we say that these different things so like the posterior cingulate cortex, the anterior cingulate cortex. We see all these and we'll put these pieces together and we'll see like, we'll draw some lines and say this network is what controls how your brain does stuff. That's a little tangent on the brain. I I really, it's really interesting And, and seeing the the... The research evolve in that sector is really 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 cool and so that's one of the ways that your brain uh, goes through uh, or your brain is is researched these days rather than it being split up to, into these lobes it's split up into clusters and networks and yeah so Maybe that's something you knew, maybe that's something you're not. If you're interested, if you listen to this podcast, maybe you have some sort of interest in neurology or stuff, and so hopefully that's a little bit interesting, if nothing else, and maybe you can relate somewhat to psychology. This is the real component of psychology. You know, if you if you do engineering or math, you've heard of Euler's method and Euler's number and Euler's garbage, stupid effing Euler, but him if you look at like sine you can or let's cosine it's easier you can look, split cosine into like one half e j theta plus one half j e j theta i don't remember what it was but so i should i should know this but <laughs> this, this is my major but but uh, that's how uh, what was i even saying Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has two parts. There's a real part and an imaginary part to a sinusoid. And so, you know, the real part of psychology is the neurology. The imaginary part is everything else. I'm kidding. <laughs> Only a little bit kidding. Anyways, so this default mode network, this task negative network, it is also involved other than making you procrastinate in self-referencing. So I am that part in your ego kind of understanding others emotions a little bit of the empathy there recalling the past imagining the future in general mind wandering basically everything that you hate doing and everything that you do right before you go to bed when you regret all of your life decisions this network is active when you're not specifically focused on anything hence why it's the default mode network A paper published by Matthew Killingsworth and Daniel Gilbert titled A Wandering Mind is an Unhappy Mind found that the activation of this network is correlated to an increase in unhappiness. On the other face of the coin, we find the task positive network, which is compiled of various structures, including the anterior cingulate cortex, the lateral prefrontal cortex, and the insula. You can notice that two of these structures, so the medial prefrontal cortex, I forgot what these words mean. Medial probably means middle. I feel like that's that's a good guess. Why is my nose dying? Anyways, so yeah, medial I think is like probably middle somewhere. But uh, what did I say here? This was uh, the end not anterior lateral. I don't know where that is. I don't. I I forgot. I know that these are different structures. But so when you look at anterior medial lateral, they're not actually describing a piece. It's describing what part, what like piece of the piece, basically. <laughs> what what part of the piece? Where? And so that's what those words and I never really, I never really took the time to to memorize the, the different, I think anterior means back. I know that. So anyways, like uh, the default mode network was the, uh, posterior cingulate cortex and the medial prefrontal cortex However, here. It is still the prefrontal cortex and the cingulate cortex. However, rather than, uh, uh, Posterior and medial, we have anterior and lateral. So it's still using those parts of the brain because generally these functions are related to each other. They're just uh, different manners of it. And so, same part of the brain, different, same piece of the brain, different part of that piece. That's a bit complicated. Stupid brain being all, all wacky and stuff, bro. If only our brains were simple. But I, 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 Does anything have a simple brain? I think if you have a... I mean, there's like single-celled organisms. Maybe some smart guy listening to this is going to be like, oh, well, bacteria has simple brain. I don't know if bacteria don't have a brain. I think any brain is a pretty complicated brain overall. Anyways, uh, that does. Yeah, a bunch of things. Insula... That's a pretty cool part that shows up in a lot of places. I forgot what it actually does. I don't know what half of these things actually do. I still need to do the research, the proper just like meditation. I still need to do the proper research on all the neurology stuff. But the task positive network is the focused mind. This is activated while participating or partaking in a task. Well, not participating in a task. It's activated, hopefully, when you're participating in a task because you can start coding and not know what's happening at all. That was me yesterday because I have a homework assignment in one of my classes and I, I was sleep-deprived and hungry yesterday and I, I could not get through much of it, which is a little bit sad. So after I record this, edit this, and post this, we're going to hopefully, hopefully finish that homework assignment but then I have some other stuff too. Man, what a what a garbage day. I just, I just want a weekend, man. Uh, <laughs> so what is meditate? Oh, wait, no. You may have heard of the flow state, which is uh, the state of full focus. It's a state of complete awareness and just full big old fat PP focus. Yep. I, yes, yes. I, I don't know why I'm like this. Look, the state that turns on this flow state uh, turns on when you procrastinated on that project you have and now you only have five hours to do it which hopefully won't be me with my homework when you mind when your mind is completely empty and your full attention and focus are on one thing this was summarized and popularized in the book flow by Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. it's not the easiest state of mind to describe but I think that flow is a really really like good uh, summation of it In this state, we find that the default mode network is really, really turned down. And then the task positive network is greatly turned up. So what does meditation do here? Meditation has been found to turn down the default mode network, both acutely and with consistent meditation permanently. What that means is that uh, if you meditate the, that default mode network the one that makes you procrastinate the one that uh, is turned on default the one that makes you think of the future think of the past all the things you do in bed like I said earlier uh, when you're trying to sleep when you're trying to sleep and then your brain your brain says no F you let's regret everything uh, yeah, let, me, let me tell you about that every college every engineering student every day but uh, <laughs> um meditation will turn that down acutely, which means immediately. So like right there in the moment, like real quick, like, uh, and so uh, that's what acute means, quick in the moment, short period, short lasting, ephemeral, whatever you want to call it. And then there's, um, if you meditate consistently, so if you meditate a lot, uh, this, that default node network will overall just be pulled down and it won't activate as much and it won't be as active. And so we see this in monks that have meditated for a long long time there's a decreased activation in that default mode network and an increased activation in the task positive network which is the focused one the the flow state brain And so furthermore, meditation has been found to lower your blood pressure, decrease problems with irritable bowel syndrome, decrease stress and anxiety, of course, help with depression, make sleeping easier, and improve your immune health and function. Meditation also helps with the other habits we mentioned here. By decreasing anxiety, stress, and depression, uh, when I say mentioned here, I mean in the previous lessons, which was in like two episodes ago. But yeah, by decreasing anxiety, stress, and depression, either clinical or colloquial, uh, which is like a a congruent depression, you know what I'm saying? So your life sucks, you're an engineering student, you're depressed. You know, that that makes sense. But (laughs) (laughs) it's... It's, it's easier. If, if doing engineering has given me nothing else, it's given me the, the permission to make really good jokes. But it's easier to get up and exercise. It's easier to talk to people. We even found in a meta-analysis with over a thousand participants that people that do yoga and or meditate were more likely to have a healthier diet, slept longer, and reported better social relationships with family members. In another two-part study surveying over 31,000 people, researchers found that people who meditated not only perform better at work but they also had higher job satisfaction subjective job performance and work engagement and so uh higher job satisfaction higher subjective job performance and higher work performance or higher work engagement maybe i should have specified that but yeah and and this meditation doesn't need to be on some monk regime of eight hours of meditation per day wake up at three in the morning dalai lama style no uh (laughs) For these benefits, all of these ones that we're talking about, I would recommend to you just starting with two to three minutes, three to five times per week. Pretty simple. doesn't really cost you much. And a lot of people set a timer on their phone. Just don't do that part, right? Just whenever you have time or make the time, that's a better idea that we talked about also in the the previous episode on this uh, five simple habits thingy. Uh, the the pre I talked about how you know, having a plan is a lot easier than forcing yourself to do something or telling yourself to do something. Spontaneity is really cool. As someone who has extroverted tendencies, I'm a big fan of spontaneity. Trust me. But it's uh, it's a bit more draining than just following a simple simple set of instructions. And so. Don't set a timer on your phone. Just find a time to sit down uh, and meditate. Uh, learn a meditation. You can look up a healthy gamer one. That's where I'm going to recommend you to go. Just look up like healthy gamer guided meditation and find one that suits your, suits your fancy, tickles your pickle, floats your boat. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. And uh, you do that one and don't set a timer. Just do it for as long as your body feels like you want to do it. So there was a point in my life. So I started with five minutes of meditation with a timer. But then if I wanted to ever meditate or if I ever just sat down to meditate without that timer, I would probably want to stop after a max of like seven-ish minutes. I My body would just say, I, like, I'm, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. And there have been times where I med- I tried to meditate for hours on end and it was really hard for me at the time. Uh, but now I've done it. Uh, I've meditated quite a number and I, I have forced myself to do long, long meditations And now I like kind of just end up at 20 minutes, uh, minimum 10 minutes, but like 20, like 10 to 30 minutes. I'll like, if I sit down to meditate, no timer, my body will, my eyes will open and I'll be ready to to get up after about 10 to 30 minutes, depending on, depending on the day, depending on a lot of things, I guess I'm not sure what it depends on, but yeah. So it'll change over time, but for you two to three minutes, Three to five times a week just sit down every now and then or find the time in the day it's really good to have a schedule here to, to it primes your brain to get into that get ready for that and so uh, that's what i would recommend just don't set a timer do it find one and then do it for as long as it takes so if you do alternate nostril breathing then you do alternate nostril breathing until you feel like you're done you do the dharana thing or you try your best uh, to do the dharana thing and and then you hopefully we'll get there and hope after, you know, whatever, uh, over time, you might do it longer. You might not, but you know, start off two to three, two to three minutes, three to five times a week. But, uh, uh, where, what did I say? And with the, the minutes thing, honestly, yeah, like I said here, ditch the timer and meditate for however long your body feels like it. And don't worry if the ge- generic meditation of focusing on your breath, which is known as Zazen meditation, why does it feel like it's getting darker? Um, Don't worry if that generic meditation of Zazen, uh, if it doesn't work for you, there's a lot of meditation techniques, like 113 or something. Some good beginner ones, there's on way more than that. There's like infinite because anything can be a meditation technique, literally anything. Um, some good beginner one. Like, if you go to the bathroom without your phone, that's that could be a meditation. Honestly, I mean, that's what true liberation feels like. Let's be, let's be completely blunt here. But <laughs> there's there's a lot of medita- a lot of meditation techniques. Some of them are you know good beginner ones. Uh, alternate. Oh, some of the good beginner ones are I don't know what I'm saying. Alternate nostril breathing, ohm chanting, Bellows breath, Love and kindness meditation. That one's pretty good. A quick search on YouTube will do you really good. And so remember, don't overwhelm yourself. Take it slow. And with that, I have a little bit of a, I made a conclusion here. So we'll just stop. Yeah, we'll just go over here. We'll, We'll go over that. Over the course of this uh, not course, over the course of like however many episodes, I don't know if this was three episodes or two episodes, but you know, as a listener who listens to every week, every, all the time, and if you're just joining me now, first of all, thank you so much for clicking on this episode. Second of all, go listen to all the other episodes. Really good. Really, really good. Yep. Uh, 10 out of 10. Ask. Uh, anyone else yeah just give them the podcast and they'll rate it a 10 too and you should also rate it a 10 wherever you listen to your podcast rate me give the downloads whatever the frick the people say i don't even know man i uh making this podcast bigger is a big old big old challenge for me to think about right i think word of mouth is the biggest thing that's why i tell you to share it but if you don't do that that's not really that's that's my problem not yours <laughs> anyways over the course of however many episodes it's been We learned about how willpower is shaky is a shaky and unreliable force. We then learned about how rather than using willpower to go through with most actions, we should automate them with habits so that we don't need to rely on the shaky ground of willpower. We learned that making our lives easier, not harder, is the best way to create lasting and impactful change in our lives and that 20 seconds is enough to deter us from the negative habits we wish to cease. Uh, then we went over five habits that you all probably knew about. But here we explain the science and truly Highlighted the importance of each of these habits diet, exercise, socializing, sleep, and meditation. By doing these five things, you will have a calmer mind, a healthier body, and it will also probably help increase your mood directly as well as indirectly. Directly, meaning it'll change like all of the chemistry happening in your body, and indirectly, as in it will allow you, it'll give you the opportunity to change your perspective and your thinking and the way that you view the world and approach things in the world. And so, overall, it'll make you live, it'll be, it'll make you a happier person. We also know that you don't have to go all into these habits. Like it's your profession. You don't need to avoid all sugar forever. You don't need to go to the gym every day for three hours. You don't need to be turned up to 11 and at a party at all times. You probably shouldn't do that because most of us aren't extroverts or introverts. We're ambiverts. And so there's, there's a mix of, I like people pretty often, but you know, every now and then, I just want to chill and watch some anime, buy my buy my lonesome, and you know that's fine, that's awesome. And so you need to do that. You don't need to meditate for eight hours a day. Don't don't be me. Let me tell you, as someone who's tried to meditate for eight hours a day, it's uh, it's it's rough, man. It's rough. Even one hour, even one hour, you will regret. You will not. It will be. Oh God, no. It will be. It will be tough. It will be very tough. Although the sleep thing. Uh, there's not much compromise on sleep that is seven to nine hours a night that one that one's non negotiable um granted I've been negotiating it a little bit recently too and i think I think that's a really good thing to talk about. I'll talk about that soon I'll talk about just uh is that that's gonna be probably two weeks from now because I think I have something planned up for next week so anyways uh eating more vegetables and eating uh yeah there's you don't need to all into these habits and so it could be really simple eating more vegetables and less meat and sugar a 30 minute walk uh, going out with friends a few times a week meditating for a few few days a week for even a short time uh, it's enough to increase your baseline levels of well-being satisfaction cognition and happiness and you've seen that from all of the all of the research that i provided to you and if you want to read it yourself the link is again, in the podcast description or the YouTube description, wherever you're listening this or watching this, whatever you're doing. But yeah, uh, that's, that's it for the, the course. We can outro the outro here. I think we got, we got a few things in the anime world, in the music world. I learned, I figured out a life hack. I'm more productive. I actually get more things done if I watch anime. So I have fit some anime time into the schedule. It's uh, it's still hard. It's still really hard to convince myself to do it. But I fit some anime time. in is that my sheet? Okay, yeah, that's just my bed sheet. Um, I thought there was just something weird behind me. But yeah, fit some anime in the schedule. So I finished. Uh oh, the yeah on the way to a wedding. On to the wedding that I pre-recorded the last week's episode for. Uh, I what i watched uh hidden dungeon only i can enter it's a pretty basic like harem like etchy kind of ish anime it's uh it's it's um it's just human trash anime i'm not gonna recommend it if you're into that you'll watch it if you if you're into that you know you already know what that is but uh it's definitely not a recommendable anime but the other one i watched very recommendable i'm watching it right now i'm an episode i just finished episode six before recording this i'm gonna watch another episode after i record this just because i feel no i won't because i this is only a thirty. i i usually use an anime doro sort of thing that uh i can talk about when i i'll give another sort of life thing thing in uh two weeks or so anyways yeah my dress up darling that's uh really good it's really good the animation's absolutely incredible uh, it's super sweet it's super like it's so much more real than all of other than most other romance anime it's like it, you have these characters that genuinely feel bad which isn't something you see all the time in anime like she asked him to to do something at one point and, and he does it. And most of them would be like, oh, and like, he like, he does it at the cost of his like health, basically, basically me in college. And and then she uh, like saw that he was wearing himself thin and she's like, she felt really bad about it. And you'd never see that in any other anime. It'd be like, oh my God, Sugoi, you finished. Wow. Good job. And everyone's happy now. But like this one shows the the effects of hard work and, and, and wearing yourself down and, and someone feeling really bad that they uh, made you do that on they, they didn't even mean to and so it makes them really human and when a character likes another character it's not like they're sitting around beating around the bush really asking themselves for the entire season if they like the other character this one like one episode they're just like oh my god i like the other character this is crazy and like it's pretty like normal it's like doesn't play into a lot of things. And I really, really like that. I really appreciate that. And it's just super wholesome. So it's uh, really, really good. Mayan Kitagawa definitely, like, uh, definitely might be best girl of the season for, for real. And so best girl of the year, maybe, who knows. But yeah, I'm going to give that one a high recommendation. Just really, really nice to watch, really wholesome to watch and just really good. And so yeah, go give that one a watch. I'm going to recommend that one. But other than that, music-wise, there actually has been a good bit. I've been listening the Machine Guns Kelly, Machine Guns Kelly's Machine Gun Kelly's album, MGK's album came out last week. Mainstream sellout. It's pretty good, and so for uh, yeah, it, it's actually really good. I really like the songs. The issue is like for some reason, other than the three singles that were like released beforehand, I'm not sure why, but the gain on every other song seems like weirdly low you know like it's i have to turn the volume on my headphones up for those songs not because not like i'm blasting it because they're bangers they are pretty good but it's because like it's just low volume it's like when i'm listening when i have a playlist on shuffle and i have normal songs and then it switches to one of the mgk new songs it's like the volume just just like i have to turn it up and it's i don't know that's a bit weird and I, the the mixing was a little bit probably iffy there but other than that There was, uh, yeah, Keshi released a new album a few weeks ago that I just never noticed or never saw, but started listening to that. It's it's, uh, pretty good. I'd give it a 7 out of 10, pretty mid, a bit more than mid. It's a a bit higher than mid, maybe 7.5, 7.8 out of 10. I don't know if it's an 8 out of 10 exactly, but really good. Some of the songs on there are really, really nice in the normal Keshi style that you would like and, and, and know if you listen to them. And then there was also... I listened to MIA featuring Danny Doyer or something uh and the album of that I don't remember what the album was called but it's pretty good. I really like MIA. One of my one of my friends put me onto it and so uh, I've been listening to that and I've been enjoying it a lot. And so the sun is coming up and uh hopefully I don't think it ruined any any of the shots here. I really like this uh simple scene though. Maybe I'm considering turning a few things around in the in the the room here so maybe you get a different view of things and uh, maybe we'll do that we'll see we'll see i'll I'll, uh, think about i will consider it but i don't know maybe maybe i'll try some stuff anyways we'll see that we'll see about that one day maybe one day who knows but that's all though for this episode of seriously Funny, uh, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, I I didn't tell you to hit subscribe or anything, but do that please. Uh, and again, the biggest way for me to grow a podcast is for other people to share it. So I really do ask you from me to you, give it, give it a, give it a recommend to a friend or something and throw it on their phones, send it to them on iMessage on, on discord, whatever it may be, whatever you're using, whatever you're on. And, uh, Hope they listen. Give it a a good recommend. I mean, that is assuming that you like it, and I'm going to hope that you do, especially if you're still listening to this point. If nothing else, you can tell him. He says some dumb stuff sometimes. Sometimes he says things that are really annoying, but he has a really nice voice. So just don't listen to what he's saying and just listen to him. Probably a good idea, honestly. Maybe a really good idea. Who am I? What what have I done in my life? Failed college. <laughs> this is not helpful. But anyways, I'm in 34 minutes. I'm already way past my time. So again, much thanks. I will talk at you next week. Much love. Uh, if you do the if you do the fasting thing Ramadan Mubarak. I don't know. I don't know what these people say, bro. But yeah. Anyways, much love. I'll see. You. I'll talk at you next week. Peace.